The Aggies landed former Old Dominion wide receiver Javon Harvey. This is an underrated get from Mike Elko's squad. You are locked on Aggies. Your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome on in to Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Texas A&M landed their second player in the transfer portal. The other day, it was Will Lee, the corner from Kansas State. Now it's Javon Harvey, the former Old Dominion wide receiver. I think this is an underrated get for Texas A&M. So I, I saw a lot of people quick to say, you know, great depth piece, which it is, you know, do I think he's going to come in and start? No, I do not. But I just, one thing I believe is tape doesn't lie. You know, I can watch the tape on a player. All you everydayers can watch tape, you know, on a player and, and go, you know, I like this. I don't like this. He needs to work on this and, and kind of talk about that stuff. But the tape that I watched on Harvey, I was really impressed. It seems like he's able to, if it's ever, if he's ever playing against zone defense, he's really good at finding a hole to sit in. He's quick. He, I mean, he's extremely fast. He finds a way to get open. He's got he so you know a lot of times you either got dudes that have you know receivers have have their way of getting open. A lot of receivers maybe it's speed. Some receivers it's route running. I was impressed with his speed and the way he ran routes. I think that says a lot about a receiver. You know, route running is an extreme skill to have. You know, some of these NFL receivers are just technicians when it comes to route running. I think, you know, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, those guys can run routes at a high level. And that's what makes them so good. You know, that's how they create their separation. Of course, they're fast, but route running really helps them create separation. And I think that Javon Harvey can do both things. I think he has the speed to create separation with just speed, but he's also a crisp route runner. Um, so he's six foot, 178 pound receiver. Last season, he had 29 receptions, 391 yards, and four touchdowns. He was banged up and um, didn't, you know, play a full season. I think these numbers would have been a lot, be um, you know, better than they were. There was actually a game against Wake Forest. Okay, who was that meme? Was it Jerry Rice that had the like three receptions, 149 yards, three touchdowns stat line? Or is it Randy Moss? It was either Jerry. I, let me know in the comments if y'all know what I'm talking about. But he had a game against Wake Forest, Harvey did. Three receptions, 166 yards, and a touchdown, which is just crazy. But once again, I mean, at the end of the day, proves you can do it against Power 5 talent. Um, he's got two years of eligibility left. 
if he wants to take it the COVID year, I believe is how that works, which is crazy that we're that's still a thing. We're almost, I think, done with that. But um, I mean, I think this is the guy. Is he gonna come in and start over some of the guys you have on the roster right now? No. But what did we learn last season? Players are going to get hurt. We saw Evan Stewart in and out of the lineup last year. We saw Noah Thomas in and out of the lineup last year. We saw players constantly missing time. With where your receiver room is at right now, I think if one guy goes down, now obviously I I think they plan to add more via the portal, but if one guy goes down, you're in a position where Harvey's playing, you know? Um, So I think this is a big get. I do. I mean, is this a guy that I think is going to be in the 1,000-yard receiver? No. But I think this is a player that can come in and add depth in the SEC, okay, depth in the SEC is something that cannot be over I mean, you have to have depth. You have to have depth at every single position on the football field, especially Texas A&M. It does seem like the Aggies always struggle with injuries, whether it be at the quarterback position, whether it be receiver, running back, wherever it is. It seems like the Aggies struggle with injuries a ton. And that's why having talent and depth is so important. And that's what Harvey is. So I think he's a he's I think you could argue that he's a depth piece that is a really talented depth piece that would be a starter at a lot of power five schools from the tape I watched. So and once again, you know the other thing we discussed with Will Lee. You I don't like the the rentals, the one-year rentals. That isn't what Harvey is. Harvey has a couple years eligibility. He could come in and, um, you know, this Evan Stewart, let's be his third year. Let's say he Evan Stewart goes out and, and puts up a thousand yards this year and moves on to the NFL. You know, you need your, and then maybe, um, you know, more players follow him, right? You need players. And that would make Harvey, he'd been, been in uh, Coach Klein's offense for a second season. You know, that's kind of the way I look at this is, if you go, you know, Javon Harvey can give you multiple seasons of help, which is so much better than those one-year rentals. But, I mean, when you look at this at this um, wide receiver, once again, I, I always want to preface this. I'm recording this the 12th. What it, I lose, it's, yeah, Tuesday, um, 7 in the morning. So, you know, if y'all are watching at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and one of these receivers is into the portal or something, you know, just know that hadn't happened when I recorded it. But, I mean – you know, as of right now, you still got Evan Stewart, you still got John A. Walker, you still got Moose, you still got Noah Thomas, and you still got Micah Tease. You know, that's a lot of talent right there. Um, but once again, that's five guys. And I mean, you know, there's more guys in, but like let's say one of them goes down. You know, you float a lot of receivers in to do different things. One guy goes down, I think Harvey gets some, you know, not significant snaps, but he's in there playing a role. So um and, I mean, once again, wouldn't be surprised if he worked his way into a role. I think he's that talented. I, I was impressed with the tape. It's not like the only way he's getting on the football field is if someone gets injured. I really do think he's a good football player that can play for Texas A&M. So this is a get that I don't think it's going to jump off the page and, and, and be the most exciting get in the world. You know, I think some people might go, okay, I like the tape. I think he's a good player. But, I mean – Genuinely, everything I've seen on this kid, I think he can really help this football team. Is it in a massive role? Probably not. But once again, I don't think 
I don't think it has to be a massive role to help this football team. That's kind of my argument is I think he's he, what he's going to do for this team is going to be just enough to help you out on special teams. I think there's a lot he can do that makes Texas A&M a, a, a better football team. So I'm really happy with this get for the Aggies. I think this was a good move by Coach Elko and the coaching staff to go get a talented speedster receiver out of the portal who can also run crisp routes. Happy with this get? Let me know in the comments how do you feel about landing Javon Harvey? We happy about it? Do y'all and then what what is the role that um do y'all see him having this year for the Aggies? Let me know those things in the YouTube comments. Now we're going to talk about five recruits that you can't lose. And we'll do that coming up right here on Locked On Aggies. But first, I got to tell you about our wonderful friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. I love LinkedIn. I can't sit here and rag on LinkedIn and how good of a tool it is enough. It just helps put employers with employees looking for jobs, you know, and you can find, like they say, the qualified candidates you're looking for. If I'm an employer looking for, you know, and I have a position and I need somebody to hire, if you want to go get someone trust, you know, that you can trust that has the skills you need, LinkedIn can do that for you. You can look at their profile, where have they worked, where do they go to school, what do they do? All of that good stuff that can help you know if you're getting the right candidate for your business. That is why LinkedIn Jobs is such a helpful tool. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions and making the process easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So five recruits that you can't lose. And once again, I do want to add the preface for those that are tuning in that if something were to happen and, you know, one of these guys were to decommit today or flip today, you know, I'm recording this in the morning on um, Tuesday. So, but right now the number one guy is Terry Buzzy. I mean, I can't reiterate enough you know, how, what the corner position is going to look like for Texas A&M, what the secondary position, you've lost a lot of players. You did get some good news about the secondary, which we'll talk about in segment three, but you've got a lot of bad news in the portal so far. So, you know, landing a Terry Bussey, I mean, just an incredibly talented football player who can play any position on the football field is is a guy you can't lose. I mean, you know, this is a kid. This is the number 19 player in the whole recruiting class based on the rankings. I mean, offers from everywhere. I mean, look at his, just the list right here, Alabama, LSU, Oklahoma, Texas. Everybody wants this kid. Um, and, and, and so if you're Coach Elko, you look at this and you go, okay, I got eight days. I got eight days to hold on to this guy. 
I got to do everything in my power to keep them. And I talk about all the time how recruiting is, you know, it, it's not a it's not a one month thing. Recruiting is a very long process of building relationships and getting to know players, getting to know their families. You know, what do they like to do? How are they as human beings, not football players? That's what recruiting is about. And, you know, Coach Elko just flat out hasn't had the time to do that with the 2024 recruiting class. That's just the reality. You know, that is just the reality. We're not going to know what he's got as a full-on, you know, class recruiter until the 2025 class. But Coach Elko's got to do everything he can to hold on to some of these guys. And Terry Bussey's one of them. You know, I know you bring in Will Lee. You get some good news. In the, you get some good news yesterday when it comes to the secondary. But at the end of the day, this is this is a good football player that can come in, and I think he can help you immediately. You know, I really do. I think Terry Bussey can come in and help you the minute he walks on campus. He is just so talented. The fact that he knows how to play every position on the entire football field, I think you could stick him at offensive line. I mean, that he is just so impressive. I mean, I won't be one bit surprised to see Bussy come in and play a role as a freshman. That's how good he is. And, and he's also not playing one of those positions where you have to be, you know, so physically dominant like a defensive line, offensive line. I think he can come in as a true freshman and really dominate um, just based on everything I've seen from him. So that's the number one guy you can't lose. The number two guy I have here that you can't lose is Dominic McKinley. Dominic McKinley, you know, I mean, he's once again, schools, schools are after him. He's been, um, you know, since being committed, he's been taking, um, you know, he's, he's taken a visit to Texas A&M to see the new staff, which was good. I think that was a good thing for him, hold for the Aggies holding on to McKinley. But it, just like we discussed with Bussy. Another kid, look at this offer. I mean, you know, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Texas, Alabama, it's the same thing. These are the best, these two are some of the best football players in all of college football. You have to hold on to them. McKinley is a, I mean, six foot five and a half, 280 pounds. I mean, let's, let's read through the um, scouting report on it from Gabe Brooks, a national uh, scouting analyst from 24 7 sports classic tall big frame defensive lineman with immense bulking capacity and purse and personnel flexibility great height and length owns physical traits to take on blocks to free up teammates but functional athleticism that fuels impact playmaking and production point of attack titan with um, stack and shed strength flashes double team beating brute force punches with power um, uh, rocks big blockers on their heels shows impressive pursuit a whole bunch of tackles for loss. Entering senior season of high school, looks like one of the nation's top defensive linemen in the class possesses coveted combination of measurables, athleticism, and production. Projects as a potential high major impact player with an with an NFL draft early round ceiling. So, I mean, you know, this kid can come in. How what can he do as a freshman? That'll be interesting because because of what I just said when when referring to Bussy is like what you know it's not easy to come in as a freshman and play a role on, on the defensive line. It's not easy to do because some of those offensive linemen across from you are just, they've been playing college football for five years, and they're huge, and they've got grown man strength. 
that you know you just don't possess. So what does his role look like as a freshman? I'm not entirely sure, but you can't lose him. You can't lose him. And you know, there's teams pushing hard after him. You've got to hold on to this kid because he is going to be so good. He could be the next Texas AM great defensive lineman to move on to the NFL. That is how good he is. The next guy I have here is is the Aggies' third highest ranked player, and that would be Dalen Evans. Evans is ranked as the 44. Oh, and then uh, McKinley's ranked as the 32nd best player in this class, by the way. Dalen Evans is ranked as the 44th best player in this class, so he's barely not a five-star. Man, my contact is killing me today. I need to get I need to get glasses again. I had glasses forever. Then I was fishing in the ocean last year and got hammered by a wave and lost them, which was silly that I had them on in the in the, in the ocean. But need new glasses because contacts are burning, folks. But Dalen Evans, six foot four and a half, two hundred and sixty pounds, ranked as the forty fourth player in twenty seven sports rankings. He's ranked as the 90th player in the composite rankings because one service, I don't know which one it is, but is crazy. And that's why I actually had someone comment. It was old Tucker. What's up, Tucker? I'm, I'm sure you're here today, buddy. But um, he, you know, so I 24-7 sports to me is the place to be when it comes to recruiting services. I just I it's the one I trust. It's the one I've trusted for years and years and years. So um, you know. If they have them at 44, that's where I, I see them. Whatever service has them at like 150, they're, you know, I, I just don't get that. But this is a guy, uh, once again, I mean, you can you can keep beating the drum on this. Offer from everywhere. Alabama, USC, Florida, TCU. Um, I'll pull it up and see if he's got any other ones because the other players' lists were a little more. Um, Baylor, Cal, Auburn, Georgia Tech, Houston, Kansas State, Louisiana Tech. LSU, Michigan, Michigan State, Oregon, Texas, Washington. So, yeah, he's got offers from all over the place. Talented football player, like I said. Um, I mean, same thing right here. This um, Hudson Standish, another 24-7 sports national analyst. Same thing here. What does this last sentence say? Potential to become an all-conference defensive lineman with an early-round NFL draft ceiling. These are players who can be NFL football players. That is how talented they are, um, and, and you just can't lose them. You can't lose Dalen Evans. He's another guy like McKinley. Can he come in and have a, a big role the second he walks on campus? Not entirely sure on that, but what I can tell you is he is a really good football player that is going to help Texas A&M, assuming he does stick around. Now, the next two I have might surprise you a little bit. Those three guys were obviously the Aggies' three highest-ranked players. We're skipping some players and going all the way down to linebacker Tristan Jernigan. Jernigan is a player I actually think 24-7 uh, Sports has it wrong on him. He's ranked a little bit low on 24-7 Sports. One thing I always like to say, you know, it's – for a player, you know, obviously we know that Terry Bussey and Dominic McKinley and Dalen Evans, their offer lists are going to be, you know, crazy because they're the top 50 guys. Jernigan, what I always say for a player that um for a player that isn't ranked super high, look at the offer list. If coaches want them, you know, you know what you're getting. 
And the same thing with Jernigan, another guy, the tape is incredible. I don't get his ranking. I really don't. But you listen to the offer list. Alabama, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Auburn, Florida State, Georgia, Kentucky, Oregon. I mean, he has offers from like every single, you know, impactful SEC school in college football. That's how good this kid is. Um, and Alabama wants him. This is not like, well, Alabama. No, Alabama wants him. He was just there literally like this week, past weekend on a visit. Alabama wants this kid, and that's what I'm scared of. Could Alabama make a late push? It's, uh, it looks like he's going on a visit to Ole Miss. It has the Ole Miss, Ole Miss visit listed for December 15th. So will the staff be able to hold on to Jernigan? I hope so because he's really talented. I think he could be, you know, the standard's always going to become Terry and York, and I think he could be the Terry and York of this recruiting class. The next guy and last guy I have, once again, might be a bit of a surprise, but it is quarterback Miles O'Neill. I just, and I know you've got another quarterback committed, Maddox, and I know he's going to, it looks like he's taking some visits. So I don't know if you'll be able to hang on to him, but I'll tell you, watching the tape on O'Neal, this dude can sling the rock. Arm talent is is a, it's something you can't, arm strength, arm talent, you really can't teach those things in my opinion. I think that those are just some of the gifted things that come with being a quarterback. That's what Miles O'Neal has. He can throw the football so incredibly far. He is, he is accurate. I mean, accuracy, it's going to get better, but – Everything I've seen on this kid on tape, I just really like what I'm seeing from him. Big quarterback, six foot five, 220 pounds. This just seems like the type of quarterback. He's not going to start as a freshman. This is a guy that you bring in, he sits on the bench for two years, and then he's your guy and he's a monster. That's what I, I just I, this is one. He's literally on, on here, the lowest player on Texas AM's recruiting class. I don't care. I don't care. The tape doesn't lie. The arm strength doesn't lie. This kid can spin the football, and I think he could be a star quarterback at Texas a and I'm calling my shot on that one now. So I think you got to hold on to him if you're Mike Elko and this coaching staff. Bryce Anderson announced that he is coming back for another year with Texas A&M, which is great to see. We'll discuss that, what it means, and a player who decommitted coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. But first, I got to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet over at FanDuel. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash college and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I love FanDuel. I use it all the time. It's the app I use, sports bet. Easy to use, fun to use. It just makes watching sports so much more fun. you got to go check out FanDuel. So before we call it a day here at Locked on Aggies, I want to talk a little bit about Bryce Anderson, who announced that he is going to be back at Texas A&M, which is so funny because there was a 
there was a um a meme. I'm not a meme. A meme's the wrong word. The, um, someone hacked his Twitter and said he was entering the portal. So when I saw that, I said, "Oh no," because I mean, you the whole secondary almost has gone to the portal, and you just losing Anderson was just another player gone. And if, you know, he put on his Instagram was like, "Oh, that was, somebody hacked my Twitter. I'm not entering the portal." And then he announced that he is back, which is so great to see. You need him. He is so talented. He's such a good football player. That is, you know, I, I think with him and Will Lee, just right there, I already think that's a great start for the secondary. You still got the young guys. You've still got some players that are, I mean, it, the outlook for this secondary is so much better with Bryce Anderson on this football team. So that is a, it, I, it's what they always say. What do they always say? Sometimes the most significant gets is retaining the players on your roster. When when we talk about what Coach Elko has to do in this in this um, roster, that is so true for this Texas A&M roster. We know the talent you have on the roster. Keeping some of it around is huge. Keeping a Bryce Anderson around is huge. And Evan Stewart, if you're able to keep around Evan Stewart, that stuff is huge. A Connor Wigman, that's kind of what I'm getting at here. So sometimes it's better to get to keep a talented player on your roster than it is to go land the player in the transfer portal. And that's what I think you did here with uh, bringing Bryce Anderson back. I'm really happy he's back. He's going to have a really good 2024 season for the Aggies. The next thing I would want to talk about for half a second is um, receiver DeBron Gatling did decommit. Same thing we talked about with Jalen Hornsby. I mean, I like the tape on these guys. I think they could have been good receivers. Losing a player, you know, I, and I don't want to make it sound like, oh, we don't need them because, you know, losing a recruit, you, you never know. I mean, and once again, people that say, well, he was a three star, three stars so often turn into great players. We see it happen all the time. So losing um, Gatling, I'm not happy about it, but I think you could go get a couple players in the portal. Like, like, I, like if you said, I could have if you would offer me two years of Javon Harvey or DeBron Gatling. I think I'd take Harvey just based on what he's proven. Gatling will probably sit around and just enter the portal because that's what players do. I, you know, I, I'm I'm not crazy upset about losing Gatling is what I'm getting at. He's a good football player. Best of luck to him wherever he ends up. But I, I don't, I don't think this is the most substantial loss of all time. So, uh, but those are the two little side notes. You know, like I said, I wanted to talk about before we called it. So, Bryce Anderson is back. DeBron Gatling is no longer with the recruiting class. And the Aggies brought in Javon Harvey via the transfer portal. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies. Thank you, Everydayers, so much for being here every day, tuning in. I really appreciate it. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day today. And we will see you tomorrow.